0: Awesome chat is brought to you by
1: Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com
0: All right, so I'll do a little bit of an intro uh, like I, the, the kind of a podcast intro. Uh, you know, the hey, everybody, it's this, and subscribe and stuff, right? And then I'll get into introducing you and we'll get into the conversation.
1: Sounds good. Okay. Let just give my video a little better.
0: Hey guys, it is the awesome chat. I am Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter. We're back in the studio for this one, guys, uh, because we got a long distance call coming in to talk about drones, and I'm really excited to get into that. Uh, of course, this is the Awesome Chat. You can check out everything at awesomecast.net. Rate and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and video versions on the YouTube and Facebook page. Uh, and please uh, join the show, uh, the main show, uh, the Awesome Cast, of course, the General Conversation Weekly about tech and gadgets from the Pittsburgh State of Mind over at live.awesomecast.net every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Let's get right into it. I got a friend coming at us from Somerset, PA, I believe he's at today, Joe Lloyd with CME Engineering. How are you doing today, Joe? Hey, real
1: good, Mike. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. So there's this really, really cool gadget that you guys have been uh, working with for a little bit. Wait, hold on a second. Right, yeah. Hold on a second. I just realized I didn't set up a certain shot uh I'll just leave a clip there I realize we didn't do no 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 theres okay I'll just go from there um no, fix that. Fix it in post, right? <laughs> yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> so,
0: so just to, so people know. Like a year ago, uh, you and I met around this project, um, discussing a cool little toy you guys got. I, I don't know if you still refer to it as a toy. It's a pretty expensive toy, <laughs> uh, of course. Around uh, ar- around what CME Engineering does there, and we got a few shots for. Um, oh, wait a minute. Actually, we don't. Okay, let me start that over again. The video wasn't playing. Okay, this is the editing. i want to fix it later. Thing. I'm glad right. I I'm glad I wasn't streaming because all this is going out on the stream. Uh, it's hard to do these in the morning.
1: No <laughs> doubt.
0: I just I I just did like uh, two shows last night. I was up until like two in the morning trying to get them out. <laughs> so. Oh my. Wow. So you are my you are my first of the day. All right. All right. All right. Let me, let me, let me start that sequence over. So about a year ago, uh, we got together out there at, at, at CME engineering, uh, to do a little video talking about a new, uh, really interesting, uh, I guess we can call it a toy out there, uh, um, around what you guys are doing in your work. Can you talk a little bit about what that drone is and, and, and why did you, why, why do you guys have it?
1: Right. Yeah. So, um, we, about a year ago, we, uh, well actually, uh, actually it leads in a little bit longer than that we We started pursuing the UAV technology um, to assist in our engineering platform. Um, and we we discovered that <laughs> we were right on the cutting edge. There were a lot of people trying to get into this space. Um, so we we ended up checking out a lot of different drone types, uh, and we settled on one in particular, which best suited what we do. Currently here at CME, which is the like a fixed wing drone. Now, most people, whenever you you know, they they think, okay, he's got a drone; it's a copter. Uh, But you know, for what we do at CME, uh, we have a lot of uh, big sites, mining sites, industrial sites. So we're looking to cover a lot of lot of area uh, relatively quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, And since since putting this uh, this piece of technology into our repertoire. Uh, we've been able to keep it pretty consistent throughout the year uh, in terms of being um, in use in billable situations uh, And it it's actually uh, been you know been a pretty su- successful venture
0: That's awesome give us a little bit of what this drone di- does like so it's a, it's a fixed wing uh it's got a bit a bit of technology packed into it uh, amazingly since it's like you know i we, we i picked this thing up when we were doing our shoots and it's it's it feels like, like the wings are the biggest thing and it feels so freaking light but there's a lot going on in there can you talk a little bit about what right. exactly it does when it goes up in the air for you guys
1: yeah it's uh the whole package uh with battery and camera in it is about two pounds um it's it basically is uh EPO foam It I really like uh, for the size of it, and um, the, the, the drone uh, has some existing survey grade technology that um, it, it lends well for what we do because we have a lot of the the GPS units and in the, in the RTK units. We've well, uh, this company uh, has been able to integrate a, an RTK unit, which is uh, a way of uh, staying connected with the GPS and improve the precision of it, and that. Helps make very accurate maps that we can use on an on a uh, engineering platform, which uh, that you can't really do with a hobbyist drone, or, or you could do it, but it takes you uh, a little bit longer to process the you know, the final product.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and we talked a little bit about the technology, like like the product that you guys are getting. You guys had a really interesting discovery when you were you were doing some of the first kind of survey maps, and and this is basically you know taking pictures, taking that telemetry data, and making a very active, detailed map that that you guys can use in your designs in in, in a lot of the, the the functions that your company does but but there was there's one where you really kind of uh, uh, were surprised at the the detail that come up. Can you talk a little bit about that
1: right yeah the, the, basically what the drone does it takes a series of uh, of photos on a planned grid over the um, over the target area or the target mapping area and um, it takes the photos uh in the and more precisely the position that the photo is taken so it's it's the the um, the attitude uh so to speak that the plane's sitting in the air is if you know pitch yaw roll and um, and also the, the location and it's correcting the location from autonomous uh GPS but um, that's d- done mostly in post processing but once it gets these photos up and, and it stitches them all together into an orthomosaic, and uh, the then it creates a digital surface model using uh, photogrammetry, uh, just standard overlap uh, stereoscopic relief, and the you you produce a three dimensional model from that. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, the the the, the actual. Um, the size of these uh, data, data sets when we get them back are somewhere in a range of like 3 million to, uh, we've had some are 9 million uh, pixels. And it depends a lot on the, you know, the height of the, the plane in the air and the, and the size of the, um, you know, the, the ground resolution, but you're really getting a shot about on average every, one point three inches mm-hmm. on the surface, so i mean it's it's covering a lot of lot of detailed terrain
0: and, and the detail is so high that I, I think you guys were surprised you saw a little bump in a field one time,
1: yeah, yeah, we saw uh we had a, a flight up and uh we were doing a, an as build of a, a of a uh, expanded commercial facility and <laughs> there was uh lo and behold, we saw the deer get up and uh we came back and did the uh, processing and, and there it was in, in three dimensional form and uh, in the point cloud. It was pretty really cool. It was really cool. <laughs> so,
0: uh, you, guys, you guys have been using this for, for a lot of different uh, use cases, uh, including, I think, you know, when we were talking, you were discovering ones where people were asking. What you could apply it to, and it's been about a year with this. Is is there anything you, new that you can talk about that that maybe you guys weren't expecting that turned into kind of a, a a new venture or a new new applying this to maybe even old venture that you guys do and the many things that CME does there.
1: Um, one new venture that um, we we hadn't really dove into when we first got it was uh, solar panel, uh, I guess, examinations or analysis of the the cells. You, when you fly over uh, large banks of solar uh, panels, you can um, you can get a, either an IR or a, a multi spec camera to um, basically determine whether you have dead cells or not. And it kind of uh, it's kind of like a routine maintenance for someone that would own such a facility. Uh, of course, it, it Western PA doesn't lend well for solar uh, by and large. There are some pretty big uh, solar banks around, but um, that that was one thing that we you know we found
0: kind of as a surprise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I say a lot of the lot of the survey uh, things you guys were talking about. Uh so I mean this this really you know we we talked a lot before uh, when we were working on the project about like the cost versus like manpower to do these kinds of things, right? Right, uh, right. Like like it's it, good.
1: It's huge. It's um it's actually opened up a lot of the. Um, uh, new avenues, new projects that we probably wouldn't have done um, before we had this tool. Uh, for instance, uh, you know, like if we're, if we're on a, uh, um, just say a, a mine site and our client wants uh, wants to know what their reclamation uh, liability is or, or a volume that they push per month from one month to the next, we would probably have spent a, a week and say the scenario where you have a, a, a month-to-month comparison of what that Individuals pushed, we would have had to have a guy there, you know, for for two weeks. One one at the beginning of the month, one at the end, and, and while that time they would have to be either stand still or or were you know dancing around dozers, so to speak. <laughs> where now we can uh, we can throw the plane up in the air, literally do the flight in fifteen minutes, um, have our data set, process it maybe the next day, and have them a number you know within a day. Mm-hmm. Uh it, it's just it it has uh created that work which we economically and and practically the, the client just wouldn't have done before.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm glad to hear that's working out uh pretty well for you guys over there. So yeah. you you've been at this for well, well, of course we were talking about last last year and the there's been some movement, probably not enough about drone regulations and that was one thing i brought up i'm like so what do you guys have to worry about with the faa and things like that uh uh, because i know there was some control things when we were like some control regulations when uh when uh we discussed it before about a year ago um are there concerns with the regulations coming up and what you do with this kind of device you got to be keeping a pretty close eye on it these days
1: We are. We're keeping a pretty good pulse on it. Um, The FAA just released their final ruling um, just a few months ago, and it it came out, I I believe, favorably for the the commercial use of drones, and it also put in place uh, some safeguards for yeah, kind of a recreational hobbyist. Um, The one big thing that they've implemented is they want everybody to register their drones. Mm -hmm. So, You know, whether it's you know you buy one at the kiosk at the mall, and um, or you're you know in our case we were buying it from a a, like a commercial vendor. Um, Either way, you go through the same registration process. You get an N number, which is like an N number on a plane, and that's your registration. Should that that drone, you know, be crashed into something, cause damage, um, whatever the case. Uh, all are pretty unlikely for the size of drones that that we deploy because they're, you know, two and a half pounds uh, could cause some some damage to a person if you know hit them. But by and large, it's probably a low probability. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that registration has been probably the uh, one of their big fronts, and then also there's a, uh, a the, with the new regulations that they or the rulemaking they they had out. Um, they created a new section of the Code of Federal right Regulation that uh, allows uh, for different um, uses of this, and it, it's pretty well defined. Uh, no big surprises, other than the fact that, uh, it, which is favorable to the commercial industry as well, was the uh, uh, the, the I guess the the pilot certification, so to speak. They now created a drone drone certification a drone pilot certification which uh, before you would have had to go through and do a an actual flight training in a plane and um, which is pretty expensive you're probably talking in a range of ten thousand dollars or so um, to where now you know you have to you have to know the, the, the regs uh, so you have to know the code of Federal reg that uh, these things operate in and know how. Other planes operate within an airspace so that you can avoid them, and and uh, you know just just have a general well being, and, and then you pass a an aeronautical uh, knowledge test. Mm-hmm. So that's a big help to the industry. You know, that that gets more people into the space pretty quickly.
0: That's good. That's good. But again, you know, kind of kind of interesting. Again, like I, I want to buy the fifty dollar radio shack drone, and now I need to comply with the FAA. It, it's really kind of a Interesting thing, because like, you couldn't just buy a cheap plane and get something up there, right? But, uh, right glad to work at that point. So, uh, we talked about like how this kind of form factor a little bit at the beginning, but I wanted to kind of, I, I thought it was really interesting, um, just kind of like visually when we were going over this. Uh, so it is a winged drone, right? And yep. the takeoff is kind of interesting, like
1: it is, it is. Like, you shake the drone three times and, uh, and it the engine starts up, so it picks up on that inertia that, of the drone going. Um, and once it comes up, you know, you, you check your your wings on this drone just to make sure that uh, the servos are working and everything's functioning okay. And uh, it has some automatic uh, programming in it. If if a a wing isn't in the whole way, it can sense. Uh, be some sensors in the body. And, uh, it will, it won't even start up, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, then you, you basically push it out away from you and the thing just takes off, but it's really light and it's, it's been pretty good. We've had a couple that have, you know, you've had some tall grass and they've clipped the grass and come down, but, uh, by and large, it's it's been pretty good.
0: Very good. And basically it just kind of, uh, comes into a soft landing as, but as well as it can. A little bit I know there was a couple of dings and scrapes from those landings. It looked like right. when we were looking at it before
1: yeah it, it just comes in and uh skids on the bottom. It has a little uh like plastic plate on the bottom mm-hmm. uh, does a skid landing, and the propeller sometimes comes off but uh it's just held on with rubber bands so you know <laughs> it's it's designed to
0: It's amazing how much it, like how much, how 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 great technology this is. And it's still like part of the construction reminds me of those little wooden uh, planes that that we'd always get at the campground that were held together right. by like little wood, a little bit of glue, and rubber bands, <laughs> and, you, and you throw them out. Uh, but uh, that's fantastic. Uh, but again, you know, something something nice and, and and durable. And I imagine I imagine those those wings would be easier to replace if damaged than than the important stuff is protected, right? <laughs>
1: Right,
0: absolutely. So, yeah. awesome. So, so again, you, you've had you've had accesses for for well over a year now. Uh, you've had all these business applications to it. So, I'm going to ask you a tough question, or maybe I I don't know. Hopefully, 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 you're, you can answer this question. Um, what are some non? <laughs> have you had any ideas of? Oh, we could do that with this drone. That that maybe are outside the scope of the business. If you had one for yourself.
1: Um. Like personal recreational use, or something? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I haven't. I've been pretty well consumed in the, in the business and trying to make, um, you know, trying to, trying to create advantages for clients to expand, you know, with this technology. Um, I, I don't know of any personal uses that, but I mean, there, there are many. Uh, Basically, any, any scenario where, you know, there's a safety concern, um, whether it's inspecting, looking, uh, just getting a different vantage point. That's, I mean, that is largely where where these things excel. I know on a lot of our our mine sites and industrial facilities, we would have a man uh, out on the edge of a high wall, so to speak, where if that high wall, which was blasted to create, wasn't competent um, and that, that strata fell, they could you know be injured or killed Mm -hmm. and um you know if you take that that aspect to like from just just getting different vantage points um you know creating recreational videos and and things it it's really limitless Mm
0: -hmm. awesome awesome uh so if people want to check out what you guys are doing uh with this drone and 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 maybe